Hiya, Georgie. Welcome to my world. The blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. Come with me if you want to live. Hello and welcome to Road to Nowhere. I'm your host Andy Connor, and tonight I'm delighted to be joined by Larry Reed. Hello, Larry. Hello. And Neil McCulloch. Hi, Neil. Hello. How are you both all? Good? Fun? All good in the hood, yes. <laughs> yeah, Hi, I'm doing well. Hi. Good stuff. Um, I'm not too bad myself, just been... This is always are now that... The world's back to normal. Working. It's great fun. Yes. Um, so tonight, we're going to be our kind of main movie we're going to discuss is interesting. It's um, 1997, Jean-Pierre Jeunet directed Alien Resurrection. We'll come around to that later on. But first off, is there anything that you have seen this week, and Neil, I'll come to you first, um, that you've watched that has piqued your interest that you'd want to talk about? I, I went and watched that new indie horror movie, uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I think I've heard of that, hasn't it? Uh, it seems to be doing the round. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. So on Shudder, I? I believe they have exclusive rights to it once it comes out of cinema, yeah. Mm. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of it? Just kind of general. Uh, generally, I've really enjoyed it. Hmm. It's it's the most Sam Raimi a film has Sam Raimi in a long time of Sam Raimi. It was it's really enjoyable. It's dumb. It's really really dumb. Uh, nine years, <laughs> nine years it's been since he made the movie. It was like Oz yeah. the Great and the Powerful, wasn't it? Oh yeah, that was the last thing he made. Oh, yeah, it was wonder, awful. No wonder he stepped back. Yeah, I went to see that in the cinema, and it was one of the worst experiences I've ever parked kids in the world, which is a bad cinema at the best <laughs> of times. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh dear, oh dear. Um, hmm? Did you say, Larry? Well, local reference. Yeah, so yeah, that's I, a pretty grim cinema. Yeah, yeah. So the screen was tiny, and I think the movie opens with like a four by three style. Yeah. So I just thought. It was the cinema I was in. <laughs> like Glasgow Parkhead, can't I, can't I get the full sixteen by nine or whatever it is in the cinemas now? Um, and else, or is it just really? Um, I went and watched uh, that Nicolas Cage film, the unbe- is it the unbearable weight of massive talent? Hmm. Yeah. Where he, yeah, play, where he plays himself. Yeah. Uh, that was a highly enjoyable romp. Heard a lot of good things about it's, that. Well. It's really, really funny. Mm. It helps if you if you are a Nicolas Cage fan, but I don't think you have to be to enjoy it. Okay, it's just right. it's a movie about two guys hanging out. Mm. It seems to be getting a lot of hits recently. Like I watched um, Pig, and what was the the one that was like um, the Banana Splits horror movie that was out. Oh well, there was a banana splits horror, but he yeah. wasn't in it. In no, that. but it was, there was—it uh, was the one that was like Five Nights at Freddy's. Aye, well, yeah. uh, uh, Wally's Wonderland. Wally's Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't have one line in the whole movie. <laughs> I 
That's amazing. He doesn't. He genuinely does not say anything. Sometimes you just need to be able to watch him emote. <laughs> <laughs> like he's, he's he's fighting. I just got a part in this actually. I mean, it's a it's a bad movie, but it's quite funny. And there's a scene, and he's like hired to clean out Willy's Wonderland at night, and his machines come to life, and he's fighting. I don't know if any of you two of you have seen it. He's fighting off these robots, but then it comes to his break time. So he just stops and goes for his break. <laughs> and then it's, it's just random. Like it's just leaves the lassie that he's trying to save because it's his break. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's quite uh, it's quite awful. But yeah, he seems to be getting a good wee run to get run together again. Yeah, look, he was in a good one with Selma Blair before that, Willie's Wonderland, uh called Mom and Dad. Mm. Which was a good yeah, wee kind of horror film. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Is that a was that a Blumhouse one? It feels like it was. I don't think it was. It might have been. If it was, it was a cheap end. Hmm. Yeah. The, the, the Is it a virus or something? Or something comes through the radio that makes parents... Yeah, it's, a, it's a signal that comes through like the TV and radio signals hmm. that turns parents against their kids. Yeah. Uh, right. It kind of ended ambiguously, if I remember. Right. But it was just like, yeah. No, I mean, well, it, it ends ambiguously in that something's about to happen, you don't see it. Aye, yeah. I think it tells you pretty much straight off what is about to happen. Aye, okay, aye. Um, yeah, I've, I've seen that as well, I enjoyed that. Um, I definitely want to see Unbearable Weight. There's, I think, see, because there's such a backlog there now, because of COVID and because of release, it feels like there's yeah. at least one decent to kind of big movie getting released every week at the yeah. moment. Yeah, yeah. Because we had the Northman as well been out uh, last week or two weeks ago, and um, every- oh, I saw that as well. I saw the Northman as well. What do you think of that? I really enjoyed the Northman. Mm. It was um, it's the greatest video game movie ever made. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Um, so I think I don't like Robert Eggers movies. Like I found the Witch boring, and I. F- found The Lighthouse just shite, to be honest, without being too blunt. I really hated The Lighthouse. Do you... Is it maybe a bit more accessible? Oh, I think it's definitely a lot more accessible. Like, everybody knows the story of Hamlet. And yeah. the Northman's based on the the myth mm-hmm. that Hamlet came from. Um, so you can you can follow what's going on yeah you, you will know where the where the logical end point of the plot is mm-hmm. um it's just the way that the film's been crafted um there's a lot more going on than just a straight kind of revenge story mm-hmm. uh, but a lot of that of what is going on is that robert eggers effect of kind of mix, mixing the magical with the with like dream logic and mm, kind of surreal and the surreal yeah yeah and then let like, i made the joke about it being a video game movie mm-hmm. it follows the way the plot uh, kind of plays out mm-hmm. it very much follows like the way that you would play like an rpg right okay like you get the setup you get a battle at the start to see what your power, what his powers are. <laughs> then he goes on a couple of fetch quests. Then he gets another fetch quest and then gets some loot. Then he does a couple of stealth missions. And then he has a fight in a volcano with a boss. Sounds <laughs> good. 
So yeah, he's, uh, he's, I, I was enamoured the whole time. Yeah. So his, his name is Amleth, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Amleth, so Shakespeare just moved the H. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 right the guy, guy was a hack. Aye. This is an original <laughs> story. <laughs> so only someone had sued him back then, maybe I wouldn't have had to fucking suffer him in higher English. The Zack Snyder, Zach Snyder of his day. Aye. <laughs> Aye. I, I, I did fancy it, but I was kind of put off by just, I'm not an Eggers man. So I, I know a lot of people love him, a lot of people love The Witch, and it's fine. Like, that, the Witches out of the two that I've seen was the more enjoyable, but I just found it quite boring. And I really oh, yeah, like, the, the Witch is very plodding, hmm. but a way that you kind of look at Eggers' films is he's making... He's making, I'll say, horror films. Northman's not a horror film, but his mm-hmm. first two, you could consider that. Yeah. He's making films which are about kind of the fear of, like, early settlers or people in extreme kind of locations. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that a lot of that kind of reflects well on where we are <clears throat> as a populace now. Yeah. So it's... They're, ve- they're very good in the level of kind of social commentary within them. Mm-hmm. So it's getting past that Robert Eggers, I'm kind of going to drag this out and not like a lot's going to happen in this scene, but it's creating kind of atmosphere and tensions. Mm-hmm. It's once you kind of get into that, it's I think Robert Eggers kind of comes to you. Yeah. There was only so many times I could watch Willem Dafoe and Robert Patterson eating beans and farting. Um, <laughs> which, tension, I mean, uh, it's, psychological it's, torture. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm sure it was if you were in the room, especially with the fucking smell. But no, the, the, there's a funny bit in the North. Well, I say it's a funny bit. I laughed uh, in the Northman where he gets his first que- first fetch quest from Bjork, who right. just turns up as one of the Norns. So she's a mythical. She's in the kind of pantheon of the gods, uh-huh. and she just turns up and she's wearing this outfit, and you would just think, oh, Bjork must have just come on set. It was just what she would wear on a normal day. Aye. <laughs> um, aye, I, I, I will check it out, but it might be one of these ones I end up. I know it's, you're meant to see it on a big screen type of thing to get the full effect of it, but I think it maybe is one that I'm just going to wait for, for streaming. Same with the Nick Cage one. Um, oh, the Nick Cage one you can wait for streaming. Aye. Yeah. Um, and I've just seen more bases coming out on the 17th of May, so that's something to look for. Can't <laughs> wait. <laughs> I will I'm actually now watch that as soon as that comes on. I know. <laughs> I can't wait to pick up that steelbook. Oh, oh, it'll be it'll be the highlight <laughs> of my five minutes of which I actually sit and watch it before I get my phone out. Um, yeah. I just look. I know it's going to be terrible. Oh, I. But I, I want it to be at least terrible in a way that I can find it funny. If mm-hmm. I find it funny and it's terrible, then it's. Venom standards, and I can deal with it. I've heard it's if worse it's... than that. Oh, man, you've not seen it yet, is that right? No, 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 no Oh my god! Oh, you've seen it? I've, I've seen it. Oh, I thought you guys had seen it. Oh my no. god! No, no. Oh, I value my time, Larry. Not much, but yeah, it's um, wow, it's pretty. They'd... I can't even speak about it. It's just I indescribably it. bad. It's I, it's it's not. It has bits where you go, okay, right. I can see what you're what you're you're 
try to do there, and I can see that that is interesting. But like, the, the, like when I hear Matt Smith in a movie, I go, "Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be quite cool." Like he's a good actor, and then mm. they do things through CGI. You go, like it was twenty twenty two. You can't like make somebody look like a va- a, a comedy looking vampire. We really have to really have to wheel in the, the Van Helsing and computer effects for mm. for our vampires, do we? Okay, that's cool. Right. A lot of things that don't, are not really explained. Like, it like, jumps about and it's kind of weird sort of like whooshing of like... <laughs> not but, flying. Like, I didn't really know that turned a mist. It's, like, it's kind of like, a, it's almost like a mist, but it's like a black sort of mist. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't explain why. It just, it's, just, it just does it. Like, you go, okay... I guess he does it that he does that now. Okay, oh now he can fly. Okay, cool. Now he looks like a fucking shit, shitty fucking. CG well, is, it, is he not some kind of a man that can turn into a bat? Like, don't think he does. a bat man. <laughs> he's not, not even. He's just a. He's just a, a very strange looking goblin guy with washboard abs, like a vampire with washboard abs. Mm. Hey, I, I've it's seen an interview with the vampire. That happens. That's canon. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as you die, you get washboard abs. Yeah. Well, yeah. Look out for that one. I'm, I'm sure we could come back and speak about that once you, once you guys have actually watched it. Mm. Oh yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll totally watch that. I'll just get really stoned and get really and <laughs> try and get in it. Yeah. Plus, I mean, Jared Leto is a Kool Aid botherer in waiting. Like he is definite cult status. Him, I think he did start his oh, own cult, didn't he? But yeah. unfortunately, he didn't. No, see, during well, well, COVID, COVID was on. Aye. He was away on some island retreat with loads of folk, and they'd no apparently they'd no access to the outside world. And when they came back, it was like they'd no idea what a COVID was. It's like what's, he has a cult a leader. He's mm-hmm. a cult leader. He totally is. Aye, Matt Smith That's makes me. some interesting choices, mainly bad. I mean, he was in Last Night so I quite like that, but he was also in Terminator Genesis. He's in this I'm new really Game of Thrones. Plays yeah, Viserys, yeah. didn't he? Viserys Targaryen. Yeah. That trailer looked really boring. Yeah. I, I've, I'm still not over the last kind of season and a half, how bad it was, so um, I'd, I've got no, zero to a small amount of interest in this. Um, Larry, be yourself, Anton. Been good. Uh, well, obviously, I watched the Batman finally. Oh, aye. Uh, which is it's all right, isn't it? It's just it's, it's <laughs> killed, a, killed a few hours, isn't it? Aye, I love uh, that. No, aye. it was like it's 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 genuinely like I don't know if it, I think it whatever has been been said about that film has already been said about a million times, but it's it's an amazing film. Mm-hmm. I think the minute I realised, I was like, right, okay, I'm completely in, in on this. Is um. Kind of very early on, you kind of see like when the, the bat signals up, you go and they're all kind of getting scared of like they're looking around each other, and then you can see guys spray painting and they're just looking in the darkness. Mm. And obviously, because I watched it and it was on my laptop and it was like fucking, it goes a kind of weird way when it's like anything, it's, it's like color black, it just goes fucking and it's sort of digitized, a digitized mess. I'm like, is there something there? Am I, am I seeing it? Like, <laughs> so even I was like quite invested. I was like, look, oh, is he there? Is he there? I can't see him. But so, so when, when is on, when you see him coming down the steps to see, the kind of, kind of make up, make up guys. The Joker posse. Guys, kind of Joker posse sort of guys. And you see him coming down the stairs. I was like, 
this is fucking great. Mm. <laughs> like just he just he was like very it just felt really imposing. He just felt like Yeah. Oh he's like, just he's not like just he just jumps down, he's like suddenly he's there looking up with a a puff of smoke and he's suddenly there again. He's, he's more like, right, he's just some guy. He's very grounded. Mm-hmm. And then when you see him come to the stairs, you're like, oh shit, here he is. He's fucking gonna, yeah. he's gonna part of these guys. So it was quite, it's quite exciting. <clears throat> and then obviously we we're kind of, I was kind of texting you guys through it, like the scene with the the, the car scene, the car chase scene is like amazing. Mm. It's probably one of the best car chase scenes I've seen in probably all the, all the Batman movies, probably. Like it was maybe... good, but it's no bad boys too. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> it's it's yeah, no, you got to remember that. Anything, yeah, that is the correct. Is anything bad boys too? Um, the, the, the pan fear of great, great films, great sequels. But um, no, I, I thought it was. I thought it was amazing. Um, I'm looking forward to like owning it. Looking forward to like mm. having a, a like a Blu-ray version of it rather than sort of the HD version we're getting to kind of watch on demand and stuff. So yeah. Um, once I've got a Blu-ray and I've got to bring my Xbox down finally from the, from my little room here, um, then we can watch it. So, I yeah, Batman. I watched. I tr- well, I said I was speaking to you about yes last night about. I tried to watch Children of Sin. Mm-hmm. I tried to watch it three times now, and I just can't get past the, the half an hour mark. It's just it's like it's just like no offense to the guy that made it, like, but I just. There's a level of like indie horror films that just, what it's like, you. are you trying, it's just, are you trying to be too? too? Are you trying to be the next best worst movie? Mm. Um, because it was like, it was so, one of these kind of films that like, I notice a lot of times when you, when I go looking for, I want to look at watch a new horror film, I want to watch something I've not seen before, I want to see something different, maybe somebody's got a different take on a good horror movie. When you go on, you can watch, oh, it's like, and they always can read reviews of it, or and you think, oh well, I'm going to watch that, and like, and it just sounds to be completely pants. Mm. Um, that's this movie. Yeah, it just seemed to be completely lauded. I was like, well, this, this must have been an amazing movie. But then the minute I got into the, I got like kind of ten minutes in, and the acting, I was like, well, maybe that thing gets a bit better. And then like twenty minutes, I'm like, nope, mm. half an hour worse. And Aye. I was like, and it, like it just it was shot so poorly. The sound design's not great. And it's even got like um, one of the one from what's that film called? It's a very early, <clears throat> very early. Is I think it's Before Dawn. It's called maybe. I think it's like an early slasher movie. Right. And she's like one of the one of the girls from it. I thought there's like sort of like a kind of like an interesting lineage of different kind of slasher movies to this one. But mm-hmm. it was just it's boring. Yeah, that's all I can say. Like it, it's hard for me to be really bored by a horror movie, but that completely. Completely fucked me. Aye. So yeah, don't watch Children of Sin, or maybe you do. Maybe maybe watch it and then get back to me and tell me if it's any better after forty minutes. But I don't <laughs> think it can be really. Aye. Um, it's a shame because I, I I do want part of part of us talking about horror movies is like it's great to talk about and kind of shit on Halloween mm. um, franchise. But I like to see, I like to go and shudder and see different types of horror movies, and there is. A lot of good ones, like Caveat, for instance, that was an amazing yeah. horror movie. Yeah, um, um, Cold Fear, I think I watched as well, and which is an amazing horror film on Shudder. Mm-hmm. There are what there are good indie horror films there, but that sometimes just I just missed the mark. Yeah, and it's a shame because it looked as if it was going to be quite promising from the hype it was getting. Mm-hmm. Aye, aye, I, I, you, 
I think like you feel the same as me, Larry. You're quite a mark for kind of any horror, and you can tolerate. Yeah. Certain levels there is, but you do get to a point and you go, do you know what? No, this isn't. This just isn't working. Like um, I watched a. Uh, oh, what was it? The Deep House, maybe. Okay. Might have been on. Might be on Shudder, which is an underwater haunted house, which sounds great. Like scuba divers go under, but. That's was, an interesting concept. Yeah, it was the acting. Just I couldn't stick. I, I did stick with it, but it was yeah. bad. Um, that tends to be the problem with most indie horror. Mm. Is yeah. that you just can't get good enough people to kind of put your story forward. Yeah, I think that's a bit of an issue. I'm like, I mean, I watch. I think we've all can agree that we've watched our fair share of guff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, oh yeah. He's, he's, as well. Especially he is horror movies because I. I mean, I've watched. I've somebody who's who's willingly watched Microwave Massacre, and enjoyed it, mm-hmm. which is like the most badly acted. 80s horror film I've seen in my life, but it's amazing. Yeah, like it, it, because it's it it, cause it sort of leans into being stupid. Yeah, and be, and it's that same way. Like, see when you watch Basket Case, the acting in that is fucking horrendous, but it is one of my favorite movies. I fucking love it. Yeah. I've every year I put a I put a um, Basket Case ornament on my tree. Every year, um, Blyle, Blyle sits in his wee basket in my tree every year. We shine a Blyle. Um, I own the trilogy, I love them, but the first one has such bad it's like as if they just walked into that hotel and were like, We want to film here. Does anybody want to play in a movie? I cool, okay, but right, cool. Start now. Hey. Here's 10 here's ten quid, just act. <laughs> I can't act much, I can't, I've never acted in my life. It doesn't matter. Hey. Just, just say these words yeah. in any way, any way, shape, or form you want to do it, and let's go. Camera yeah. roll, go for it. But um, it's still an amazing movie. But like that film, I think now, white horror movies, I kind of expect you have to to get people that are competent. Mm-hmm. And I think that guy looking on his IMDb last night, uh, it seems like there's a lot of people that from these other movies that come into this movie, which is quite cool. So obviously he's got he's trying to build up a. Um, a stable of people that you can bring into these movies, but um, if they can't act, then you're fucking on plums. <laughs> so, um, not worth it. Talking right. about acting. <laughs> um, I have a, I've, I think I'll avoid that one. Talk about 80s, 80s bad acted horror movies, of future episode hours coming up, Chopping Mall. Um, oh my God, yes. Which is, I mean, it's it's not a good movie. It's nonsense, but it's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like along those lines, I can I can get on get on board with. Um, anything else? Is that you really? Yeah. yeah, just I've just been just been watching Line of Duty. Really, I've been right. just been immersing myself in bent coppers mm. and calling people mom and gaffer <laughs> and watching people just. Be really nice cops at the beginning of it, and then suddenly they're murdering people and burying bodies, and you're like, <laughs> you're really sort of asking for that be be investigated, aren't you? Like, Aye. you could have not killed that guy or like not robbed those, robbed that cocaine from that 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 truck, but I guess just do it anyway, and then you get investigated. I know you're, don't know how you know if this works out. Like, like ended, you are going to be in jail. End this. I don't know if you watch other seasons, um, misses, but you shouldn't really watch them all because. They always get their man. Aye. Like the Mountie from WWF. <laughs> he always gets his man. 
That's for all my wrestling fans out there. <laughs> um, I've, I, I've, I've, I've watched all of Lena Duty, really enjoyed it. Um, in terms of myself, I've watched, I got the 4K Steelbook through the Xavi exclusive of No Way Home. Nice. Um, which you can watch that, and it was still great. Still got a buzz scene. I think we can mention now that the Spider Men are in it. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah. And it came with this, which is not obviously good for an audio medium. But this nifty hoodie. Okay, well, that's amazing. Which is comfy, by the way. It looks um, very comfortable. Mm, um, watched that. I watched a. Uh, the latest Rick and Morty series, because I hadn't seen it, I'd missed it. Um, it was good, decent enough. It's it was kinda... better than the last season. Yeah, aye, definitely. Um, and then, I, again, same, same as Neil, went to see Doctor Strange, loved it. Really, a lot, a lot more brutal than I expected, a lot scarier. Not that I was massively scared by it, but mm. my wife, who's not a horror person at all, she was quite uncomfortable with it. I think she thought it was just so intense all the way through. Um, oh, really? Yeah. It's it's not really one you would really take kids to. No, mm. no, not at all. Mm. No. What rate? What rating is it? Is, is it rated? Twelve. Like, uh, they've 12, got the twelve. Wow. Which I was, as I said, um, my wife after it, she said, "Was this a? Is this a 12? I was like, "Yeah, aye, I, yeah, I, I, it's folk get annihilated in it. Yeah, like, probably. Pretty brutally in a aye. lot of places. Aye." And there is um, unsettling imagery and unsettling scenes, and there's almost a kind of shining esque scene, chase really? scene wow. in it. Aye. Um, it's, yeah, and it went, it t- takes a turn in the first 10 minutes that I wasn't expecting. Mm. And But oh, aye, it was, I know they were they're talking about it being, they were talking in the build up to it about it being Marvel's first horror movie, and it definitely is. Yeah. Like, I, was, you yeah. Know, I thought it was just all lip service. Um, and the I mean, trailers, went, the trailers don't give away as much as you think it might, which is the same with Marvel. It gives you, if anything, it gives you false idea of what it will be like. Aye, aye. Even the trailer lines create, it? actually creates a narrative, which you think, all right, okay, I'll fall into that, into that, into that, mm-hmm. which it just doesn't do mm-hmm. that at all. I wonder if, obviously, you're talking about the, the horror films. They are no other make. Bring it werewolf, werewolf at night. Um, so I wonder if that'll I still, be. Um... I still love that his real, the character's real name is Jack Russell. <laughs> Jack Russell, the werewolf at night. Is that a Marvel thing? That, I don't know. That, that. That's, a, that's, that's a Marvel, Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah. That's right. where Moon Knight came from. That's where Moon Knight came from. Moon Knight. That was the other thing I've watched. Um, yeah, I... I've really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed it. I know I... you weren't too keen on it. No, not at all. Like. Um... I thought it didn't know what it wanted to be and I thought it was too messy and it was, mm. I thought Oscar Isaac was great and I really liked him, I mm. thought Ethan Hawke was decent um, a couple of decent action set pieces but no, I just wasn't for me at all, I was I was quite uh, down on it actually I think it, start, it started quite well then mm. it lost its way Oh, I definitely. Yeah. and then season 5 is one of the best well, best episodes of television I've seen in a long time oh it's amazing it's and amazing then, Good, Episode six is kind of alright. Mm, yeah. I really didn't like. The I think it, I don't. I think it, it failed to sort of hit the mark after five. I think five went made it so hit the kind of peak. Yeah, and when six was like you're like expecting to go right. Okay, we need to kind of keep this momentum going for the last episode at least. But then it was like, by the end I was like, 
okay, and then um, seeing the end scene, I was like, okay, that's cool, but we're not going to get another series of this, so are we going to get him in a movie again? Or is what, what's going to happen? Like That's what's going to left a lot of people thinking, but... So the thing with the, the season two thing, I remember we were talking about that on our chat, and yeah. I had a wee look into it, and it's not that they've said there's not going to be a second series. Oscar Isaac okay. said it was signed up and he was brought on as a one-off limited series, but he would love to do it because mm. he loves playing Stephen and he loves playing Mark. Yeah, it's a weird so, one then. I think we will. I think you need at least yeah. one more series before you start putting him into movies. Um, yeah. yeah. One thing we'll we'll kind of go off on a wee tangent here, talking about Moon Knight. Where would you have him come in? I think Deadpool would be a great foil for him. Overall, just with the kind of tone. No, no. I, th- I think you kind of put him in with maybe your Doctor Strange's and your Blades. I was thinking that. Yeah, yeah. Right, I okay. think I think bringing him in. Yeah, yeah I think... Blade, we Blade. I think interesting we Blade. Maybe end up Blade or something having come out because he's now. I'm not as up to up in comics as you are, maybe Neil. But I know that he is in a team with with Blade, isn't he? At some point, an Avenger as well, isn't he? Oh, he's been he's been an Avenger. Um, yeah. I think he's been in some of the Midnight Suns stuff. Yeah, that's Midnight Suns. That's what he I certainly like, yeah. kind of fits in with them. You get. There's a couple of issues of Ghost Rider which he's crossed over into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think yeah he's kind of better off in amongst them at least to begin so. with. Right, and I, I think that, that could be your way into getting like your Ghost Riders and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I just yeah. thought I, I just thought um, the, the the kind of tone of it felt quite odd and at times goofy that it could maybe fit with. You could, if you put them into Deadpool, and if their Disney are going to stick to what they've said they will do, and they will have Deadpool mm. three as being R rated, um, that him playing off of that, and you can get them a bit more violent side that we've seen come out yeah. more at the end, and Wade Wilson just being kind of piss taking and obsessed with this man with split personalities, and I, yeah, I think I think I think I think, we, I I think would, what I can what I can see him. Whereas I can see the parallel between is when definitely when he's Mister Knight and he's got like a look to him. He's, yeah, I think that when he's and he's and he's Stephen. I think Stephen and Deadpool would be very funny together because I thought of like Afton sort of like yeah, that kind of way. But I think that Disney would probably be more inclined that if they are having a Deadpool that's an R rating, that that's where you put in the Punisher. Yeah, right, that's a good, good idea. Right. Yeah. Like Punisher again, V Deadpool type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad shout. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting to see how the MCU goes. Quite a lot of the, the new stuff, like movie wise, hasn't really landed for me either. I mean, Spider Man No Way Home, absolutely loved, but that kind of. Okay, put that in its own separate wee bracket because yeah. it's mixed with Sony. Yeah. And then this latest Doctor Strange, probably been the best one for me since, since Endgame, I would say. No. In terms of what has been since Endgame, Shang Chi, uh, Far From Home, Marvel, not Captain Marvel before, Uh, Eternals. That's what it was. Yeah, this is definitely the best one since Endgame. Um, So yeah, it'll be interesting to see where they go. I think next we've got Miss Marvel, and then it's was it She Hulk, and then Secret Wars, or the other way about. Um, Something moved dates. Right. Okay. Cool. Uh, I know Ant Man and. I was the Marvels and Ant Man. 
Nah, I've that man swapped here. I wonder if that's yeah. more to do with Kang coming in, maybe. I think I think it's She Hulk then Secret Invasion. I think. Right. Okay. Secret Invasion. Remember, he said the last time I had a look. Last time I had a look online, we were talking about if mm-hmm. I was looking for him um, in the Spider Verse, like the second one. It's I think, think She Hulk, yeah. and then it's and then it's Secret Invasion. Aye. Right. Okay. Because oh, uh, it's been done done for twenty twenty two, but they don't actually have yeah. a a release yeah. yet for it, which is odd. But mm, <coughs> and we're getting Obi Wan and. Uh, Miss Marvel running kind of side by side, which should be quite good. Yeah. Do you yeah. not have four before Miss Marvel? So, aye, so we do. Aye. Uh, but I was meaning more, sorry, the TV shows. Is oh, what right. I was kind of, aye. But yeah, Thor's. Thor's um... No, well, Miss Marvel's no. out on the 6th June? of June. Oh, right, is it? Yeah, aye, yeah, so, Thor, is that? yeah it's, it's really close. And then it'll be Thor, and then whatever they go with right. after that. I thought it'd be good as well. I think they'll just they're gonna now have it sort of a constant thing now in terms of like there'll either be a movie coming out or there'll be a series coming out now. Cause I think that seems to be like the the way we'll be looking on the kind of slate now. It seems that there's gonna be just a constant stream of like. Is there any, I think I read something on online that Kevin Feige said they they are sort of sorted until twenty thirty two now mm-hmm. in terms of like stuff they've got planned, which is which is mad. Yeah, I can until like I'm fucking be fucking fifty. <laughs> so it's fucking like that's pretty mad. Aye, it's um, it, it, obviously they're always going to make money, but it's weird that yeah. they back themselves so much now. Like they're still like, like here's ten years. <laughs> I suppose yeah. you kind of have to do that when yeah. you're create when you're working in the system that they're now working in. Mm. Well, if the you can, like, you can change up your story. Maybe five years in, yeah. But you, always... you still, you still need to have an idea of where you're going by the end of it for mm-hmm. those opening chapters. Yeah, I suppose as well. It's it's quite um, like even companies like Warner Brothers and Fox before they were taken over by Disney, like they will have. 10 years plans yeah. they will have like we've got Michael Bay making three movies in 10 years or whatever <laughs> you know they will have them but they just don't announce them in the same yeah. fashion that Marvel do and Marvel because that is their the MCU that is Marvel Film Studios that is what they do that's the only thing they kind of focus on um, but aye yeah you've, um, got, you've got you've got to just the marks as well so hmm. Got to get uh, them all excited. Aye, aye. Get the contract signed and all that as well, I suppose, don't you? <laughs> um, but yeah, so Moon Knight, um, I watched a bit of, uh, I watched three Lars von Trier's movies for a, an upcoming episode we've got. Which, Jesus. Like, yeah, it was hard going, man. And I'll take a week off after that one, I think. Well, aye. <laughs> like, that was, it was so good seeing Doctor <laughs> Strange yesterday. Um, just almost as like a palate cleanse. I've already done the the episodes all kind of in the bag and recorded. Um, and I didn't hate them as much as I thought I was going to hate them, which was quite good. Um, Antichrist, The House That Jack Built, and Nymphomaniac, one and two. So it was meant to be three movies, but it was kind of, yeah. that is technically one movie. But um, yeah. hard watches, really hard watches. But yeah, done. And it was, at least I can say I've seen them. I don't think I'd watch them yeah. again, but... <laughs> Um, you've, you've done them now, you should just put them in the pretty much, aye. Like, yeah. it was a good now, chat. Now you just have to watch Melancholia and you'll be all right. 
I really do fancy that one. Tear you right up. I, I do fancy that one, though, but um, especially the title. The title, is, the title doesn't tear you at all, but it must be yeah. an amazingly uplifting movie called Melancholia. Mm. It's um, that'll be that'll be Marvel's next next up and coming director. Not up and coming, but we've brought Sam Raimi on board with weird ones like Taika Waititi. Here's Lars von Trier's. Once they sign up Venom, once they get the thing <laughs> him back, oh, Lars von Trier's Venom. Let there be gloom. Oh, Lars von Trier's MJ loves Peter. <laughs> the oh, God. Years. oh God! Oh God! It's a three-hour slow burn <laughs> involves whips oh, and Jesus all Christ. set on prom night, <laughs> just oh, over the course of one night. <laughs> Three hours real time. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Filmed on filmed all on handhelds and GoPros. <laughs> no makeup, just realism. <laughs> Oh god, <laughs> something like that will happen. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. So I've I've really been watching um, TV show wise. I'm waiting for Derry Girls to finish before I binge the last series of that because it's fucking hilarious. Um, and I just prefer prefer to wait than one a week, twenty minute episodes, which does my nothing. So. I don't know how people can survive that way. Just oh. watching tell like that. Well, remember when WandaVision first came out and each episode was like 23 was minutes? Brutal. And you're going, at least these the later ones have been 40, 50 minute episodes, some yeah. of them over an yeah. hour. Like, but WandaVision was just short, sharp, 20 minute episodes. You're going, fucking hell. <laughs> You'd see like the, the timestamp and it'd be like 28 minutes and you're like, okay, but you're forgetting the seven minutes of credits. <laughs> oh, no, not for me. So, Derry Girls, that'll be the next thing on the list. <sighs> right. So let's start. Let's get into the, the meat and bones of what we're here for. Tonight's movie of choice. Uh, happenstance. You, you, you call it a choice. I agreed <laughs> to be on the podcast. So it's... <laughs> Tonight's movie of was, unfortunate was our, circumstance. I'm pretty sure this was one of our, our own ideas. We've, this is all, our was, own week of like, well, if we get, like, if we do, like, it's kind of darkly, then it's one of our we can do. And it would do it all in the resurrection, not Beetlejuice or Heathers or anything like that. No, alien resurrection. Let's do that. Not forgetting that none of us have seen it and have to remind ourselves to watch it again. God. So, yeah. Alien resurrection. Here we go. These were very, very hard to come by. So was our cargo. Whatever you got going on here ain't exactly approved by Congress. It's a military operation. Really? Who are you? Ripley Ellen, Lieutenant First Class, number 36706. Ellen Ripley died 200 years ago. You're a thing, a construct. They grew you in a lab. What the hell is going on here? He is breeding an alien species. I wish you could understand what we're trying to do here. Now they brought it out of you. Not all the way out. You want to tell us what this is? It's a queen. She'll breed. You'll die. (laughs) 
Ellen Ripley died trying to wipe the species out. I'm not anxious to see her taking up her old hobbies. I can feel it. I can hear it moving. So here you, like, ran into these things before. Yeah. What did you do? I died. We're moving. That's a standard emergency procedure. Any serious problem in the ship autopilots back to home base. What's home base? Earth. Nineteen ninety-seven, Jean-Pierre Junet, a budget of seventy million pound, which for ninety-seven is no, no small feat. And You'd never believe it was. That. No, <laughs> and a box office a hundred and sixty-one million, so oh, doubled its money. money. Aye, doubled its money. I don't know if the budget includes the the advertising and everything. So that's really surprising that it made that profit. Yeah, because yeah. this film kills that franchise dead. Mm. Oh yeah, I don't. Oh, definitely. And he, but even though you would still think because it made money, they would make another one. Yeah. Quickly after it. Mm-hmm. They went and aliens. Me that it died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, this was the last kind of. It's the last Ripley story, isn't it? Yeah. Right. But then you've got all the twenty-five Ripley, so you can build a new cannon. You can do what you wanted. Well, I suppose they kind of killed it there because they landed on Earth. Anyway, <laughs> that's me going ahead of myself. <laughs> so, brief synopsis. 200 years after her death, Ellen Ripley is revived as an alien-human hybrid by the military. With Will and Yutani long gone. Then aliens begin to wreak havoc because that's what happens. Aliens break out. And Ripley... Kind of has to choose her side, I would say. She she picks it fairly early on, but there is a kind of moral quandary for her, if you want to call it that. Is that Sophie's it, choice, you would say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and is that's the Dornish choice. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I do apologise. And thanks for listening to Road to Nowhere. <laughs> um, Not doing any more, any more. That's, that's, <laughs> no, that's us. Killed just, just like Alien Resurrection killed Alien <laughs> Franchise. Larry, you've just killed this podcast with that fucking joke. Um, sorry. It's sorry, right. It's fine. It's fine. I can edit it out. I won't, but I could. Yep, um, so that's really it. After the kind of initial synopsis of the Ripley gets cloned because they're trying to clone her to get the alien out of her that she died with in Alien 3, re-clone the alien type of thing. Um, yeah. And as these things, as these movies tend to happen, the aliens escape and start killing folk, which is fun, I suppose. Technically, it's meant to be fun. Um, just to be note in the opening, so we get the kind of 
openings like a chest C-section of them taking the, the original alien out. Or not the original, sorry, the, the cloned alien from Ripley's body. One thing I wanted to ask, and a question about this film, is time scale. So, is this, later on, we see an alien queen. What they've um, taken from her, is that a queen? Yeah, because they'll all be queens. How so? Well, if that's the one, if that's what the DNA of the one that was inside of her when she died in Alien 3. Was that a queen? Yeah. Yeah. It's been a while since I've seen the third, so. Right, okay, that's fine. But it's fully grown by like 20 minutes into this movie. (laughs) Well, (laughs) she's. Something which comes up later in the film where you see one of the the labs with all the different clones which have mm-hmm. failed. Yeah. Um like she's Ripley she's Ripley eight. Mm-hmm. So there's been seven before her. Yeah. At least seven before her. So is this my question would be is the one that they've got which is fully grown the first one? Or do they have multiple queens? See, I never thought of it. You probably you could be right, eh? I always thought, I just assumed that was her queen. Um, because they'd said the other seven were failures. Mm. They were failed experiments. Like you see, as you said, you see the weird kind of Ripley slash alien face in there. You see the, 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 the just the deformed clones that they've tried to make. But it was yeah. just a wee kind of note I wanted to pick up on. It does seem a... They don't have a... Because this script is just all over the place and the plot's all yeah. over the place and the movie in general is scatty. They don't really address it in any way. Like, there's yeah. no kind of, this no. is your queen sort of thing. But anyway, that was fine. Um, the imagery of the movie overall, he's certainly for the outlet, is very kind of Jean-Pierre Jeunet, um City of Lost Children. Kind of dark, grimy, brown... Mm. Um, not very nice to look at. Although yeah. City of Children, I think, is certainly a lot more visually interesting than this. Mm. Is that something? So I know he went on to make Amelie. That's the only two other movies of his that I know. Are any of you aware of Junie's work otherwise? Yeah, he's got he's got a bit of a kind of mixed bag. Like, Amelie's his probably his biggest one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I would say his most accomplished film. Uh, after that, he had um, is it called a very long engagement, which is a mm-hmm. war film with mm-hmm. uh, Audrey Tattoo, which was which was all right, yeah. but it was more of a kind of love story. Um, it was the next one he had uh, the something life of T. S. Bivet, which right. I never saw, which was an American mm-hmm. film, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Then he had one called Mick Max. Mick Max, that's the one I know. Yeah. Which yeah. I did see in the cinema, but for life me, I cannot tell you anything about it. It's been so long. Mm-hmm. So he's got he's got a bit of a mixed bag. So visually, is that quite a, a common? Takes out. No, I've seen Amelie before. Af- after after Amelie, kind of brightens up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it's a very um very brown, like, yeah, horrible less, looking less film. Browns and greens and kind of sludgy. Yeah, it's looking. very like. Mm. It's something I definitely think, and I've, I've taken a note about this. This is a disgusting movie. 
Like it's yeah. so minging in the best way to describe it. Everything just looks wet. Wet yeah. and it's damp and yeah. aye, like oily and aye. It looks like everyone is always gonna at least have some form of gangrene. Mm. Like yeah. it's it's just a, a disgusting looking movie and yeah. I, for me the, the whole scene in the the kind of lab experiment one to seven Ripley's is just gross. Like yeah. it's yeah. feeling, especially the one on the on the, the surgery that's kind of partially alive, yeah. breathing yeah. and certainly going by like delicatessen and Settle Lost Child, and that's very much what I'd yeah. imagine the studio were expecting that Geneva was going to bring mm-hmm. to that film. Yeah, that kind of grimy look. Yeah, they were looking for it, that sort of approach to it. They obviously yeah. went, well, this is a guy who can make something like an arts and that kind of art house alien movie and he just made <laughs> something that's not that at all just a night it was a schlocky 90s it feels I mean, like it looks it, like that i just feel like it, it feels it feels like those films and it feels like that sort of because you can see it is very like very i hate to use the word hate to use the word european but it does look yeah very like, it, it totally how it feels like this is a, a european director yeah. Trying to make what he thinks an American action director would make. Yes, yeah, and because different. of that, a lot of it feels like parody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think um it's yeah, it's I would like to try and give him some credit that they've maybe tried to I don't know if he's been a gun for hire on this. I don't know writers wise or if he's been involved in the process. That they've maybe tried to do something a wee bit different from the first three Alien movies and went in a wee bit of a different direction with it. But it's just, I mean, overall, I think we can just say from the off, it doesn't work, didn't work for me, didn't work for no. any of the no. two of you guys anyway. Um, so I've mentioned the weird kind of time scale thing. One thing I would want to give credit for is I think the practical aliens look great in this. For the the CGI ones do not. Do not. The CGI is <laughs> awful. Yeah, they're so bad. So if there's, the there's kind a of lo- main component of that is once all the aliens start breaking out and the, the army men are trying to escape, you see the, the alien climbing up the side of their kind of escape pod and jumping in. Decent wee scene. But um, that and then the kind of water babies. Yeah, there's a, yeah, there's a yeah, lot of stuff yeah, yeah. To, kind of at the start of the film when it's more in amongst the the scientists doing like their lab tests and things like that. Mm-hmm. Where you've got uh, layered layered composite shots of different things, uh-huh. uh, and it looks like you're watching an FMV game from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. What's an FMV? A full motion video game. Oh, okay. You know, like, you right. know, like Night Trap. Right. So yes. Like, uh, that's Stuff a good like point. Like that night trap, yeah. yeah. Or like, or like Phantasmagoria. Phantasmagoria is a perfect example of what I'm trying, yeah, to, I'm yeah, trying yeah. to say. Yeah. Okay. Everything looks like a Dave McKean cover. <laughs> That's another. Reference. Some of you get like in a look. Have you ever played like the Lucas Arts, uh, like Dark Forties or something like that? Just sort of like ever look low res. Yeah. Sort of like every time it goes to a video, you're like oh what the fuck, like just why are the graphics so. Horrendous for it's, it's not only the real, game, but real the... primitive blue screen on top yeah. of green screen. Yeah, mm. I mean, we can talk about the practical, not to jump ahead, but the practical effects on a certain thing you see at the end mm. made me just <laughs> think. Did, 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 did you know, like, look, single, uh, that's that's fine. 
just look. Was it? This is what we're going to have to the end of it. The, this is fine. Just do it. Then. It doesn't matter. That's kind of what it is. Really, yeah, yeah. it's just sort of like it's weird anime eyes. <laughs> Well, like, it, look, it looks so it well, has emotion oh, yeah, yeah. Like, really, um, yeah. like an otter um, so we'll come on to talk about the wee alien beastie thing a wee bit later on um, Sigourney Weaver in this I quite enjoyed her I think she knows the type of movie she's in right. <laughs> And it seems like she's enjoying herself anyway. What do you guys think? Yeah. I think she's really campy in this this movie, and I think that she's like I seen online she wants to refuse to do this movie until in her own words, they backed up a load of cash at my my front a truckload of cash at my front door. So I think she's just making the most of like being like, Okay, I'm in this movie now. I'm doing this horrible dialogue, I'll just make be the most over the top alien hybrid mm-hmm. woman ever. So she has some very, very interesting dialogue. Oh, aye, aye, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of scenes of that was your best take, honestly. <laughs> could yeah. it could it be, as you're saying, until the truck with the cash? It's not maybe not been the best take, but she's went, that'll do us. That'll do. That's all you're getting. That's all you're getting. Yeah, I suppose she probably would have had enough power by that point to do that. Yeah. I don't know, I just think she was terrible on it. And mm. a lot of that is she's mentally checked out of the role. Uh, she's just doing kind of whatever she wants and it doesn't mm. really play very well. And I would imagine that Ginny's first big, first Hollywood film, he's maybe not got the power to go look in. Do you want to rein it in a bit? Yeah. Yeah. It could be. Aye. Um, I, th- I, thought, I thought she was okay. I didn't have any major issues, but I can see how it's hammy, at least. Yeah, it's like I said to you earlier, it's, she's surrounded by rubbish and she's got very bad material to work with. So it's kind of, she's brought down everybody's level because of the material. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But everybody's rubbish in that film. Ron Perlman, who's normally a solidly dependable side actor. Yeah. He's garbage as well. It's just because the material yeah. crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's, well, he's really either. weird in that movie. He's like just unused and I don't know. He's just, just very misused. I see Ron Pillman in this movie because he just, it's kind of just a kind of shitty side character that just. Mm. Yeah. He's, he's just this boneless kind of meathead kind of character. Yeah. 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 You expect kind of better from Perlman. Oh, definitely. I, I. You see, even when he's got small roles and things like um, Pacific Rim, I think he's Hannibal Chewy plays. He's great in that just mm-hmm. kind of small role he plays yeah. in that. Yeah, and he's obviously the real Hellboy. Um, yeah. So, yeah, Sigourney's hamming it up. Uh, we kind of touched a wee bit on the swimming aliens. I'd like to go back to them because I thought. I remember it looking better from the first time I seen it, which obviously I was well, wrong. Was, that'll have been 1997. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, no, I'd have been... Wow! I was 10 in 97, so there was no there was no way I seen that. <laughs> 10 year old, I wouldn't have been allowed to watch that. Like, I'd have probably just got to see Jurassic Park for the first time. Mm-hmm. 
the idea of that is quite cool. Like, I think if they'd done that in an updated version of these kind of... Because the, the, the way they swim and they, like, it's all propelled with their tail and streamlined and they can get through the water quite never something we've, we've seen and mm. from what I can remember I mean we've had the the two awful AVP movies we've had the two awful prequels mm. there's nothing nothing really I can remember that was, was similar to that it's an interesting idea but it's never been something that's been picked up again maybe it'll be in this kind of prequel TV series that we're getting but I can't imagine I think I mean I think there's, there's maybe slight presence in the fact that like an Aliens there is a bit when Newt, when Newt kind of when Newt gets rid of Newt to kind of make sure she's all right, she goes in this kind of sewers mm-hmm. and they're in the water there. So I don't yeah. know if that's something they are capable of doing. I don't know mm. if it's something that's been explained in. I, I don't know if it's something. Um, I don't know if this is the comic book canon that kind of followed the films or mm. whether it is actual film canon. But there's something about it depends on what the the host DNA. Is oh, right. mm. um, okay. and I think that might be a holdover from original scripts of uh, three because I'm sure seeing three does it come out with a cow? A yeah, dog, a dog. Oh, yeah. oh a it's dog. a dog, right? Okay, yeah, yeah it's, it's a holdover from the dog because the one that would be in her stomach would be from a queen which came from a dog. Mm-hmm. Okay, and these, oh, of so, course, eh? so they've come from her, so they're all dog like, so yeah. dogs swim. Do you think that they thought about not that when they were making this? It's only nerds 20 years later on the internet which, which think about these things. Doggy yeah. paddling, trying to get yeah. through the water and just failing and drowning. <laughs> just in the surface, like, like, like if we just go under, we'll be fine. Like, just, that's we fucking that. You can't um, see me just like me dog, doggy paddling in the water. Like. Uh, it's, it's quite interesting. I always forget about that with the alien, the, the actual character of the alien, that it's because it's, it's certainly it's supposed to, from the design point, it's uh-huh. supposed to uh, kind of be shown in the design of the alien where you can tell where it's come from. Yeah, because in three it's a lot smaller, isn't it? Yeah, and it's mm. kind of a lot tighter and yeah, yeah. more kind of yeah. agile. Yeah, I can I remember it. I remember it being a lot smaller. I and then what we see of it and I mean AVP. I think it's just a generic alien looking thing and yeah and then yeah. covenant it's came from numera pace that it comes out of yeah but that's that's the other weird alien thing that's there yeah that's not the actual <clears throat> normal alien Aye. Covenant, oh God, man, I hated that movie. um he sold it as a night like as if it was like alien and then you went to see it and you see michael fassbender Wanting to get it on with yourself, yeah, pretty much. Uh, um, aye, it, it's <laughs> it's an it, it, I did think it was just kind of like an interesting thing, so we'd have to get it like breeding like a goldfish to get it to properly get going underwater. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, it was capable, I mean, yeah. it was it was it was swimming along there, it wasn't like going yeah. to some pelt, but it was you know, it was, it was capable of doing it, it was fine. Mm. It was, um, aye. it did look terrible. Yeah, it looked, well, like, it looked awful. I mean, it looked like something that was in, you know, Deep Blue Sea or something, or mm. like... Hey, don't knock Deep Blue Sea. Oh, no, don't, I, don't will not, I will not have a bad word to say against that. I love, I, love, I love Deep Blue Sea. Hello, Kill J. What a great actor. 
Somebody's parrot. It's also the fact yeah. that, I mean, they look that agile underwater, but they can't get out the way a grenade that's moving like at a snail's pace. Like. Um, but yeah, again, oh, they're not the brightest. No, are they meant to be though? They're not. But they are meant to be like smart. Clever. They're not really like... like they learn, and I mean, you see it with the. the, the this is maybe the first grenade that's ever seen. Lunch. They do like they have yeah. They are smart in the terms of the the, the bit with Brad Dorf. They're, they're like the two of them turn on the other one and think, well. Mm. If we we've obviously got acid for blood. This is what, I'm just I'm giving a lot of, a lot of credit to these fucking. This writing, writing <laughs> I think we're thinking about it a lot more than they do. Yeah, maybe I'm. Just a bit, <laughs> but what I thought that in that scene was obviously the, the two, two when you see the two of them kind of turn on the other one and like go yeah. right. If we attack this one, then that will have acid for blood and it will we can go out of here. Aye. I'm Here's sure that I, question then. They've been kept in isolation as they've been growing. So, how do they know they've got acid for blood? That's a good again. That's a good point. Again, we're getting too much credit for that part. What like, level of sentience does it actually have? Yeah, is it like a dog? Does it know what it? Does it know itself? Yeah. What is this? This is. This is <laughs> why, why, we've gone very. We've gone very Kafka esque in this sort of like. <laughs> this is a. Uh... This is taking a turn I did not think it would take. Talking about the sentience of the aliens and how they knew that they've got, <laughs> they've got. Was it to, you know, to Eris alien? <laughs> um, and then I suppose obviously they learn to push the button and not to attack the window because the button gets pushed and yeah, yeah for yeah. the the gas or whatever it is or the nitrogen or I don't know what it is the thing I'd, that they I'd, just squish it. That that part also I, I had a weird weird recollection. I thought that. Part of that's where they throw the the corpse onto the window, and the window smashes mm. or or burns. But now, obviously, I remember that completely completely incorrectly because obviously the, the thing just kind of melts in the floor. So yeah. I think they've just haven't really thought about it as much as we have thought about it. You know, twenty five years later, aye. <laughs> think about oh, well, well, how did, how would they know they have asked for blood? So therefore, how would they know to get into able to do that? But they've always just went out. Ah, well, fuck it. They've they've got asked for blood. Don't they? So let's, let's use that to, as a MacGuffin to kind of let them fall into the floor and escape and make more. Let's try and give them a wee bit more credit as well. Maybe it's because yeah. they've came from Ripley's Queen and that she knows that they've got acid for blood yeah. and it is transferred. Tell you what, let's, 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 re, let's, <laughs> let's remake Resurrection let's make, right now. Uh, yeah, could probably do it with a, do a better CGI effort. You probably could do, yeah. No, right. we're doing all wait, practical, I'll... all models. Right, cool. Hold, hold there a second. We can actually do this right now. Wait, wait, wait. We can do at least part of it. Wait a second there. This makes for great audio, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this is, for, this is an audio podcast, but for the, for the, for the people that are watching at home, that should just other people are on this podcast. Oh, no, look, I have, I have been taken hostage. And now I'm in a weird sort of prison thing. And oh, look, there's fucking eggs. The fuck did I do? Ah, <laughs> fucking hell. Put that back Egg up so I can take a photo. Oh, it's on my face. I don't know why I can still talk. Uh, it's not got you yet properly, that's it. Oh, oh shit, it's good in my fucking neck now. Oh, <laughs> fucking hell. Hit my bob. 
It's weird thinking, Larry, that you're, 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 you're the one that's not high. I'm not, I'm not the one that's high, I know, I know, I'm only, I went out in the sun for too long today and now I'm like, I'm using fucking felt fucking head, base huggers. Aye, but I mean, I can just, also create, well, I can also create critters, I've got a critters one as well, so, we want to critter, critique critters. Whenever we get on to that then, we'll come around and we can, sure. we can do a, a live action, a live puppet remake oh, exactly. of critters. Um, I, I just thought it was an interesting wee thing. Follow them, and now we've got kind of sidetracked talking about how the, the, the genetic makeup of aliens um, <laughs> is it nature over nurture? Mm, That's what I want mm, to know. Yes, mm. oh, is it both? We need to get Jordan Peterson on this one. Mm. <laughs> um, do they tidy their room enough? Do they tidy their room? Exactly, yeah. <laughs> The, kind of, the movie just kind of plays out a wee bit, and I'm not going to get into too much detail of them running through the spaceship, getting picked off in different ways. Yeah. Uh, Winona it, Ryder. It, it becomes, it very much becomes a bog standard like, direct, direct to video action film. It yeah, does, where, yeah, yeah. Where it's just them running around in circles, getting picked off one by one. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I, think, I feel it tries to be quite gross. And uh, a lot of the yeah. deaths, but they just seem really quaint. Yeah, yeah. They're looking at it now, definitely in yeah. terms of looking like now in terms of sci-fi and what we've seen. And also, it's like it's very much the same thing as a film called Deep Rising. Have anybody seen that film? Oh, Deep Rising, Deep Rising is a good movie. Know, what's the name of that guy? Son, that Treat Williams is that? Is that That's Treat Williams. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that, and fam, is it Fam Kiansis in that film as well? Yep. Yeah, that was a that was a great movie. I remember that. But again, it's the same sort of thing. Very wet and very like like the film Virus as well. Same They all kind of come out the same sort of time. Like Alien Resurrection and Virus and Deep Rising all kind of come out the same sort of time. Do you know that Deep Rising was supposed to have been a prequel to Kong? What? So at the end, when they are on that, they end up on an island, and they just hear a roar. It's either Kong or Godzilla. I think it's Kong. It's supposed to have been the follow-up was going to be one of the monster movies, Kong or oh, Godzilla. Yeah, okay. Um, but obviously, it, it was, it's like a little known, or well, maybe a bit better known now, but um, it was yeah. supposed to have been a Kong prequel or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, that was just another wee sidetrack. But um, it's... Yeah, it plays out kind of basic. We then get this fucking weird alien hybrid. And I've got a couple of questions about this as well. Well, I have a lot of questions about this, let's I, be honest. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> we all do. Yeah, so why is it just Purely birthed? the mechanics of it, to begin with. Yeah. Why is it just birthed? Is it because it doesn't seem to be much reasoning behind that? Well, see, I think this comes into your time frame thing again. Mm-hmm. Where you see the sex scene happen between the alien and Sigourney Weaver. So, how long has that thing been gestating? How that, long has she been that, in that pile? So, is that the bit where she falls into the. Yeah, she she falls down the. Well, the grate's pulled out from under her. Uh-huh. And then she falls into what is a pile of what looks like aliens and they pull her down into a very vaginal looking hole. Uh, yes. I just thought that was her just getting pulled further down to where the Queen was. I was I just never. Oh no, that's that is what was happening. Aye. But then, there's... then 
that very time. much a sex scene that happened. Aye. So I just thought, because why, why, but then why is it just burst? Like, why is it burst? Why is it not? Because it's not, it's not, because obviously they're at a time scale, because I think it's meant to be like they've only got like 20 minutes to get off this, <laughs> off the ship. So yeah, there was, there was a long time. Has super, super quick sex with, a, with an alien queen or an alien, whatever it may fucking be. And then gives birth, just it grows to that that massive size in that about time. Eight seconds. Mm. And, eight seconds yeah. and then suddenly, and Brad Dorf gives you a fucking spills exposition, like oh. like milk on a floor. Oh. Like the, the Brad Dorf weird talking head. Like, yeah. why is he now acting like that? Is he just supposed to have went mad? Like, in a way, kind of, he was the scientist that was dealing with him. But why is he now just beautiful, bouncing? Oh, yeah, I think he was, out of, he was out of his nut. I think they go there. They do a lot to show you that he's a bit out of his nut. Mm. Yeah. But um, but it was just the fact that it was burst. It wasn't chest busted or no. anything like that. It came out of the alien queen as, yeah, as a, a, a pregnancy. Because obviously, the alien queen only lays the eggs. Usually, and yeah. And then yeah. face and it then becomes... Has to have a host to, to you know, gestate and mm-hmm. become an actual alien. So, how now? How how now? Brown cow. Brown cow. Um, how is it she suddenly now able to give birth to fully grown aliens? Yeah. Do, do aliens than... have a uterus? Yeah. It's, it's just strange. A, it's just a. It's just again another part of this absolute fucking mess. Yes. So, um, yeah. The weird, weird fucking alien kills the kills the queen for some reason, um, which I suppose is maybe like a an animalistic thing. I think you never see Top that. Top of the food chain. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. decides to go and weavers its mum and bites Brad Dourif's head halfway off. Coming into the what are the questions you had about it generally, Neil, just the design of the thing, why is it like that? Like, no, I understand yeah. why it looks like it's why it looks like the way it does because it's supposed to have like it's supposed to have human features. Mm-hmm. It's it's designed certainly a lot more on the human side, so you can have that thing at the end where Sigourney Weaver's like, "Oh no, I've got to kill this thing, but it's my boy." Yeah, uh, and and that's really highlighted when it's getting blown out and a hole in the window, and yeah. it's got this puppy dog looking at its face of "Why are you doing this to me? What's yeah. happening more?" Yeah, um, so that's kind of so, like the, the the final escape that we were just going to come on to actually. So yeah. they escape mm. on a, a, a kind of smaller ship to get off. They're going to crash the big main ship in Earth. Yeah, so the Betty they were on before. Mm. They, get, they, they go into sort of the smuggler ship again with Ron Perlman. That's what it is, yeah. So they have that, that kind of final escape and the final showdown with it. The alien gets sucked out butthole first. And then, maybe I'm mishearing this, but I had headphones in when I was listening, so I think I've heard it right. Is it screaming, oh no? Like, it sounds it like it's, it's talking. Yeah, it has a lot. It has very kind of human kind of sounds coming out of it. Yeah. As if it is I think you're supposed to kind of think that that so, although this thing is an unstoppable hideous horror, that it's it's like the it's like the fat Frankenstein trope uh, or the Frankenstein's mm-hmm. monster trope. Mm-hmm. Where it's seen as just being this beast but it's actually intelligent. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. scared and things like that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that kind of... That kind of wraps it up. Obviously, they start heading back to Earth. There's the, the cinematic cut where it just finishes before they land on Earth. Um, and the, the, the alternate ending where they land on Earth, but everything's in ruin, which is... We were, we were kind of talking about how this made so much money, but essentially killed the franchise. Maybe that's how it's done it because it's given a not a definitive end, but there's no way of getting off Earth. Everyone looks to, as if everybody's dead, and they're yes. just kind of stuck there now. Like maybe I that. think I think it kills the franchise in a lot of different ways. Mm. Like, <laughs> you could you can you can always write like if you get a decent enough writer, them being them arriving on Earth. You can write a way out of that. Yeah, it's not yeah. a problem. You can you can create a new one with that, and further the adventures of Ripley Eight. Mm-hmm. I think its main problem is that see, because you know from the word go that Ripley's a clone. I don't yeah. think you can relate to the character as much. No, like, you don't feel the same sympathies. You don't feel like you're on the same journey because she's not the same Ripley. Mm-hmm. And they go out of their way to make sure you know that she's this new thing. Which is why it surprises me there wasn't a sequel to it, because it made a point of going, I'm no Ripley. It's Aye. like, have you ever read Alan Moore's Swamp Thing? I haven't, no. Right. The whole thing with Swamp Thing is like when he was first around, he was Alec Holland. He was a guy who became a swamp monster when he died. But when Alan Moore took over the book, they essentially killed that swamp thing. Right. And the swamp thing for the entirety of Alan Moore's run and for a good period after he left, it was a, an avatar which had been created by the Green, which had the memories of Alec Holland. Okay. And he fought this vegetable creature thing, thought he was Alec Holland, but he wasn't. He was just a sentient plant with his memories. Right, okay. And that's kind of how I view this Ellen mm-hmm. Ripley. So you don't really get the same... You're not as invested in that character. Yeah, definitely not. I mean, she is... It was, I remember, obviously, I didn't see it when it first came out because I was too young, but I remember when I first did see it, I was still young enough that it kind of confused me a wee bit mm. how she was meant to be been Ripley, but Ripley was meant to be dead... And blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like I just never really got the clone thing. I just never focused enough on the movie. But yeah, that would make sense, I suppose. Yeah, you don't have the investment. Yeah. It's strange though that there still hasn't been a, f- a full on. I mean, this was the last of those. We're not counting Alien Predator. I think they just happen in their own kind of timeline, own world. Yeah. <clears throat> this was the last Alien movie set, kind of. Uh, chronologically on that Ripley mm. timeline. There's no, yeah. nothing after that. It seems really strange. It does seem a bit strange and I think that's I think I think yeah like like you said before it kind of sort of destroyed the franchise and mm-hmm. when you've got a film like because look if you look at those those first three films, though they are different, yeah. There's still sort of a tone to them. There's mm-hmm. sort of a through line that kind of connects them all, and obviously I, 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 I'll look about them. Even though Aliens is a blockbuster movie, it's, it's still rooted a little bit, and it's still, as much as it's very, very macho, and very kind of oorah, kind of army stuff, but 
it still has a tone that's not as you know as gr- grime or grimmies grim grim as alien but it still has that sort of you can still accept it as a, a sequel and then alien 3 is again it's, be- it's because it still it. has that tension that the first yes, one correct, has. exactly yeah, even exactly. even though it's a more bombastic action focused film okay. there's still that tension there's still characters in it which you can go oh man it's going to be rubbish if this guy dies yes and then they invariably die yeah and three three has a bit of that in it Mm -hmm. it has a bit of the tension it's got a bit of drama to it yeah whereas this one it's just there's no tension tension because you know everybody's just fodder yeah alien three kind of tried almost to go back to source didn't it one alien terrorizing a group of people who can't get out of the situation they're in um not as successfully obviously and i think there's a lot of is it fincher was Alien uh, 3, wasn't Fincher, it? He yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoke about a lot of um studio meddling and things in that movie. Um I still I think it's solid enough. It's not I've grown to love yeah. it more the more that I watch it now. Mm-hmm. The more I've the more that I've seen it since it kind of first kinda of come out and we were allowed to watch it when yeah. I was younger. It's it has definitely grown in me and I, I definitely accept it as a, a, a one of the one of the better ones if looking mm-hmm. at the kind of canon you've got now. Yeah. And I think I think what's happened is <clears throat> they've got a kind of artsy director on board who wants to make an artsy sci-fi film in this realm, but also you've got 20th Century Fox going, yeah, but do you remember Aliens? Mm-hmm. Do you remember how fucking we used to, all the guns and stuff like that? Aye. We need guns back, we need to kill aliens again. There has to be like, we can't not have weapons anymore, we need to have, and it's all, it's gone... If you look at the sci-fi of like Alien and Alien, Aliens and Alien Three, the, the science fiction of the, the the sets and the, the the weapons and stuff are very militaristic and very like you could believe them; they're believable, like things mm-hmm. that they would use. Yeah. But if you look at this, all the guns look as if like like Nerf guns. Yeah. They almost mm-hmm. look a bit like too like as if they're like just like. Fucking somebody's went to your granddad's garage and we're like, right, oh look, I've made a gun. Look at me, I've made a gun. Mm. Ah, cool, son, that's great, that's great. <laughs> is that, this is a rocket launcher, is it? I cool, it's like a fucking drain pipe. But like, uh, that's what they all look like. They don't look like, yeah. You know, fucking Ron Pillman's got a, a Fermis gun, so that's <laughs> funny enough. But it, it just everything looks, and I don't know if it's meant to be because it's, it's more. Is it a lot in the future? Is it, is it, is it maybe is it seventy years in the future or something? Two hundred, like, two hundred from the end of Alien Three. Aye. So she's so it's, it is meant to be more apocalyptic, maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what I'm taking from it, but it just doesn't seem like it's, it. Just seems like a completely different. Like it's like almost like Alien. This is Alien Resurrection One. Mm-hmm. It's like a fucking asylum movie or something like that. Yeah. yeah. It just doesn't seem. It doesn't seem. If you looked at, if you looked, if you watched those as a four film, if, and you never watched them before, you go, "What the fuck is this?" It's like, where does this come from? Mm-hmm. It's so, it's so jarring in terms of tone and in terms of the way it's put across and the way it looks, and it's all sort of like, oh, it's just, it just looks so weird and strange yeah. and sexual, very, very sexual with some yeah. parts, parts yeah. of it, like, yeah. like, of, it's very, very French, very French. <laughs> I think it's, very, it's, it's, definitely it's, French, it's very leery kind of male gaze. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's so, like that. Yeah, yeah. so like it's sort of like it, is, it does kind of remind me of sort of like that sort of weird, sort of grimy French cinema of like just sort of like all cigarettes and 
Gaspar Noe kind of things. It's all kind of that's kind of strange, weird psychedelic kind of look to it. But it just seems so so such a strange film in terms of yeah the canon. So I think that's probably what killed, killed it completely is because they just completely went so much in one way. They were like, right, okay, well, how are we gonna how are we gonna bring this back to like the, the original trilogy? Yeah, and they just never, <clears throat> they just never bothered. It was like they yeah. wanted to make aliens on a spaceship. Yes. Like they wanted to make aliens in a situation where similar to Alien. But because they mention I think I think after uh, Ripley kills one of the aliens, he says there's twelve left. Yeah. Yes. I think you see three after that, maybe. Oh, if you're lucky. Two in, two, two, in the water. two in the water. And then that may, is that maybe even it? Is it the two in the water and that's it? I think so. I can't remember them. Because at that point, you don't see any other ones come back. Mm-hmm. And if, nobody, if, nobody else dies. Everybody else dies sort of like... like So like the main sort of scientist guy, the kind of the main kind of bad guy that, kind of, that is still alive, he gets killed by Bobo Steve from Sex and the City. He's not Steve from Sex and City, but he's that guy that's in a lot of those kind of character actor kind of films. Uh, he's in kind of a spectacle guy. He kills mm-hmm. him by like put him to his chest and the thing gyps yeah. his head. That's the best death of that, at least. <laughs> that's the best death of it. That's amazing, yeah. that bit. But it just feels and like it's so, it's so ridiculous so for an alien movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. It, feel, it feels more like it should be in like urban legend. Aye, oh aye. It's very aye, cartoony. That's, that's it's very, yeah. very cartoonish. But it does, it, it's just, I mean, as, as we've mentioned, been chatting about this, so many odd decisions that just don't seem to make sense. And if you're going to mention there's 12 aliens left on this this ship, they just you don't. You want to see at least You do see two. I mean, I think yeah. after that is the only ones you see are the two in the water. Because then it moves on so. to... It moves on to um, the weird hybrid. Maybe you would have, if, if a better movie might have had the hybrid facing off against the aliens at some point, or do you know what I mean? Like it just seems yeah. like that was. I think you would, whole... have at le- you would have at least seen the other aliens on the ship as it was crashing through Earth's orbit. Aye, exactly. There's yeah. nothing. There's barely a mention. Why? Where are they? They're just. Are they hanging about with the Queen's Nest? Maybe they are, but fuck knows. Do you know the, you know the best way to describe this movie? If you put it in any, any context, this is a Jason X of the Alien franchise. Yeah, it is. It has a cartoonish violence. The, the, the deaths are just ridiculously stupid, like the fucking Jason X. Like, <laughs> what's it? Nitro Gasoline sort of head smash. Aye, all those all those kind of daft sort of deaths, and it's everybody's like really cartoonish, and it's all dark and weird and grimy sort of set of science fiction. So yeah, it's definitely like it's so Jason and Jason. I don't Jason. It's coming at the same time. Yeah, I think it would have been after it. Maybe the maybe. Yeah, that would have been after. But I suppose see when you look at the kind of the films that were coming out in '97, like your Jurassic World two, Con Airs, Double Team. Dante's Peak, Volcano, Face Off. Everything's kind of over the top action by this point yeah. in time. Also, let's put some respect on Jason X's name. That is one of the funniest scenes in the whole Friday 13th franchise with those bits in the sleeping bags. Oh, yes, absolutely. That's, that's <laughs> amazing. Uh, and I get quite a lot of fun out of Jason X as well. This, I did not. 
<laughs> um, there's uh, Starship Troopers is 97. Yeah, it definitely yeah, feels that more closer to that. Yeah. There you go. I would say so, yep, yep. Um, so I, that kind of wraps us up talking about this, I think. I don't want to go on any longer than we have to really discuss in it. It was one that we picked thinking, do you know what, this would be quite fun to discuss. And it has been, but no, it's, it's, fun a, to discuss. it's, it's just yeah, a really, really, oh God, a <laughs> fucking awful movie. So I would imagine that we would not recommend this at all. No. Um, I, I, if, think you sh- I think you, sh- you should watch it just to see. If you've never seen an alien film... Don't start with this one because you won't watch the rest. Watch this one, but watch other ones. Watch Aliens. If you watched it, Um, your life wouldn't be any worse. No, no, it's not going to hurt you. Anyway, no. It's not Halloween Kills. Oh, God. (laughs) It's better than Halloween Kills, I'll say that. It's better than Halloween Kills, yeah. Yeah, actually, yeah. That's 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 the road to nowhere measuring stick. Is it better than Halloween Kills? As it was in Halloween Kills. Mm. We've yet to see something that goes goes under that. Goes under that, yeah. No. yeah I mean, Mike on the, the Scanner Dartley episode, he really does not like Scanner Dartley, but I don't think even he would say it was worse than Halloween Kills. Mike doesn't like anything. No. <laughs> it's, um, it, yeah, it's definitely better than Halloween Kills, yeah, if we're using that as a yes. measuring stick. So that was a good way to start off, wasn't it? Like, the only way was up, literally. Yeah, exactly, um, yeah. Like, yes. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> Sorry. Um, <coughs> it's yeah. Uh, if you're a completionist, I'm yes. sure completionists will watch. Alien fans will watch it, even if it's just once to go. Jesus, that is bad. Um, it's probably better than both AVPs. Um, I would. Do I it. think I would watch the first AVP before yeah. I watch Alien Three, Alien Four again. Okay, I would. I would enough. definitely watch Alien Vs Better before I would watch this again because mm-hmm. I think. That is daft, but it knows it's daft. Yeah, it's like it's not trying to be poor face or anything. It's a bit like this movie is just it is what it is. It's, it's aliens fighting movie, predator. It's horror no, no, it's like trying to be science fiction or arty farty. It's just trying to be like mm-hmm. let's cook. It's like it's, it's basically like King Kong versus Godzilla. It's just the two. You, it's get you get what you pay for. Aye. Yeah. So just kind of a wee bit off the cuff, I should probably give you a heads up in this. Let's just do a quick. What's your ranking, including Alien vs Predator, including the fucking prequels? Because oh, wow. for I can tell you, mine it's uh, Aliens, Alien, Alien Three, Alien Resurrection. Um, probably after that, I would go Prometheus, just because the hype I felt before it. Then EVP Covenant, EVP Two. Just thinking off the top of my head. Two, one. AVP, one. Prometheus. That's quite high. Covenant. Covenant ahead of three? No, sorry. I keep forgetting. I forgot I never said three, so three ahead of <laughs> Prometheus. Right. Uh, Prometheus, Covenant, then AVP, two. And then this last? Yeah, probably. Yeah, cool. No, this isn't as bad as AVP2. Mm, okay. Or, yeah. or Covenant. It's on par yeah. with Covenant. Aye, aye Covenant. Yeah, it's on par with Covenant. I would go Aliens, definitely. Alien. Alien 3. 
Alien vs Predator. I would say... Now, I've never seen Covenant, so I can't really make oh. a big... Just put it last. It's fine. All I can tell <laughs> I would, you is it's say... at least better than AVP2. But not uh, I, would, I, would, I would maybe watch... I'd probably say Eli's Erection, then Prometheus, okay. and then Requiem, then Covenant. Right, okay. right, just because, just because, as much as I, I don't like this movie, I'm not bored by it as much as I, I would be with like the prequels. Prometheus, yeah. I just find them a bit too like. Again, I just like I think they just. I said this earlier on. We're in our group chat. Was it? I just think that Prometheus is just Ridley Scott's just gone too past. He's went full George Lucas, and you'll never go. You'll never go full no. George Lucas. Previous is just a film about supposedly really intelligent people making really stupid decisions. Yes, and yeah. never learning from them. Yeah, it looks. I mean, it looks great. as a, a visually a really great looking movie, but it just it's just very boring. Mm. Aye, it's aye, just a bit it. like uh, it's a bit like until the kind of last like sort of like maybe like. 10, 15 minutes of it, maybe it's, it's, it gets a bit better, mm. but yeah, yeah sorry if anybody like, anywhere. Yeah, just it's just a bit plodding and a bit. And Requiem again, it just again, Covenant, I've never seen Covenant, so I mean, maybe need to rectify that, or maybe not. You don't. So, Covenant you know, again is a lot of supposedly smart people just making crap decisions and a CGI alien that is on a par with these ones. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah, really bad. It's a bad eh, CGI alien. Bad CGI alien in that. It looks it kind of. I think is it meant to be the one for the end of Prometheus? I can't remember, but it's just a really bad CGI alien. Um, ugh, do you know what? That's a wrap on this one. I think we'll yeah. call it there. Admit defeat. Um, yes. So next up, we're sticking with Brad Dourif after his stellar turn as weird talking headman. In an alien nest from Alien Resurrection, and we're going for Child's Play 2, which for me is a blind spot. I've only ever seen the Child's Play remake, that's well, the only one I've seen. Yep. You've never seen the first one, or in for never seen Bride the of Chucky one. in for that? Wow, could we, not, could we not do Bride of Chucky instead? <laughs> I think Brad, like, Child's Play 2, he's still kind of playing it quite seriously, yeah. whereas by the time Bride of Chucky comes along. He does not give a fuck. And How about, right, what we'll do then? We'll, through that. We can make this a first. We'll make this a kind of half and half joint episode. Yes. Where we'll talk like about that. Child's Play yeah. 2 and we'll talk about Bride of Chucky, which is oh, maybe yes. a wee bit more of a, a kind of a, a look at how the franchise went and how it yeah. is and how it's kind of yeah. ended up um, from the. I mean, I've never seen Child's Play 2 sublime to the ridiculous. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, aye, happy to do that. So next episode then is Child's Play 2 and Bride of Chucky. A first Road to Nowhere first ever exclusive. If you're listening, you'll you'll know that. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, So, yep, that'll be uh, certainly interesting. As I said, it's a massive blind spot for me. Um, I really want to watch the new Chucky TV show, which is meant to be great. It's great. great, Is it good? It's very very funny. Very Mm. funny and very like... For a, for a, it's very like um, it's sort of like sort of scream franchise in that right, way. Okay. It's, it's very, very snarky, but Chucky is one of the funniest and funniest things in it. He's so right. like, it's so so kind of meta jokes as well, and like mm-hmm. it's really 
really fun. You should watch it. I've I've only watched half of it so far, but mm-hmm. what I've what I've seen maybe five or six episodes. It's just it's so it's yeah. it's really great. It's really something I wanted from Chucky. And uh, I mean, Child's Play remake. I, I, having nothing to go off of. I thought it was fine. Fine yeah. slasher movie, nice. like yeah. Matt Camel's right. a voice, and yeah, like I know the Mark voice Campbell's of Chucky, Chucky, and I think he's more um, he's less um, crude than the original Chucky. Yeah, um, I would say but, so. Yeah, aye, plenty, plenty of enjoyment out of it. So that's us for tonight. Next episode, Bride of Chucky and Child's Play Two. We'll see you then. Cheers. Bye. Thank you.